Hello, and welcome to a special episode of Save Your Sorry, where we're kind of doing a year in review for our podcast, taking some time to reflect on past episodes and what we hope for the future. This is not going to be a regular episode. So if you're looking for those scandals, look at other episodes, because this is just a discussion with me and Katrina. Yeah. That either made you really happy or really <laughs> sad. Yeah, I mean, it might not be for you, and it's just extra content. So if you don't want to listen, you can move on, I guess. Move, move, move it, on <laughs> out of our lives. <laughs> not out of our lives. It is just an experiment. I'm. We're trying to do more things with the podcast. It's just going to be a Katrina public performance review where I'm going to like tell her what she's doing bad and what she's to improve on. Now, wouldn't that be horrible if I did that? <laughs> uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind it. It would be funny because, you know, turn, turn, turnabout's fair play, you know? Oh. <laughs> okay. So one of the things I did want to talk about is what Zodiac sign we have covered the most. Oh, really? Yes. Do you have the facts or you want me to guess first? I You can guess. I, I have the one that we have the highest number. Okay, because you know what I think it is. I think what? it's Scorpio. Oh, really? If it's, if it's not Scorpio, then uh, it's my dumbass one, Capricorn, which is not dumb, but I just hate that we have so many that are. The call is coming from inside the house. Oh, my gosh. Not fucking Capricorns. We're so, we're <laughs> such good people. <laughs> We're such good people. We just had a couple bad apples and we tossed the motherfuckers out. Yes. Capricorn. And I think Scorpio was second, though. Oh, geez. See? <laughs> Me and my family are under attack. But Virgo was up and coming because we'd like been covering Virgo after Virgo, it seems yeah, like. I, yeah, there was like a span of like three Virgos. Mm. Maybe not in a row, but very close together. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Beyonce would be disappointed as well. She would be. I mean, I know a couple other ones, but she's my, the one I love. I stand Beyonce, of course. So she's the one I care. Actually, looking at this list, I think Virgo might have passed, might have passed Scorpio. Yeah. It it had one more than Scorpio. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And my, actually, you know, I know my stepdad's a Virgo too. So yep. Okay. I know a couple. One of the things I kind of reflect on, you know, after we do an episode, I like to reflect on how we did on there, how we judge them. So one of my first questions is, is there a celebrity that we covered that you feel we went too soft on or you feel like you didn't say your piece at the time? Bro, are you bringing that up because of James Charles? Well, I know you mentioned James Charles before that you felt like you didn't get your piece out. But was there other ones or was James the only one? Just looking over. I mean, who knows? Because I don't know what people I, I just know that. Listening to my energy in James Charles, I just felt like, nah, bruh, that was not enough for what he was accused of doing. <laughs> and sometimes I'll be over-enthusiastic. <laughs> so honestly, maybe maybe more for Mel Gibson. I think we'll do a, a mini update on this one later, but definitely the baby. No. He, he should have got more f- fire flames. And... You know, just anybody who was sexually assaulting somebody. I could always go harder on somebody who is um, an alleged abuser. I agree with you there. I kind of feel like we don't go as hard on them just because everyone knows, like, what a horrible person are. We're, I feel like on those cases, we try to more identify with the victims. 
Yeah. And because my tendency to talk in circles, I can beat a dead horse. And we we know that they're they're terrible people. Yeah. For me, I was thinking. Oh, no. Hold on. Let me ask. <sighs> so, Jose, is there any celebrity you feel like you'd, <laughs> you know, went a little soft on? You definitely could have went harder. Thank you for past? asking. <laughs> no problem. For me, I was thinking Megan Kelly and J.K. Rowling. Ah, on JK Rowling, I felt like I was making excuses for her listening back. I was saying she's not coming from a hateful place. Maybe she doesn't know. Oh, you said that? I I think I said something like that. And then it's like you look at her Twitter and it's like that's her whole identity now is bashing trans people. She's definitely doubled down, tripled down on everything. She's yeah. Yeah. And I think when we do these episodes, you know, a lot of times we just have that week that we decide, okay, we're going to do this person and we digest them in that week and we report back to each other. Mm -hmm. So I just think sometimes we don't get the whole scope of how someone is (laughs) such a horrible person in that time, especially when it's someone like JK Rowling who has so much good on her side as well. Yeah, somebody, she wasn't one of those came out the gate and asshole. Yeah. Like she, she was beloved beloved for a long time before people kind of saw this side of her so yeah those ones are a little bit harder to report back on because also i think you know she she had spoke up once again even after that episode aired so it's like i mean who was to say she was going to keep going on this road yeah and with maiden kelly out of her way to go out on this road maiden kelly same thing with her i feel like she's definitely doubled down with her side i I think I was mostly looking at her more neutral stuff, but just like her attacks on, what's that tennis player's name? Naomi Osaka? Yes. She's just, every, I follow her on Twitter. Like I usually follow them after we do an episode on them. And Mm -hmm. everything she tweets, I just feel disgusted by. And she's not a nice person either or a good person, I believe. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, we probably definitely could have went harder on Megyn Kelly. Fuck Megan Kelly. Yeah. Oh, fuck Megan Kelly. <laughs> I do really enjoy the Megan Kelly episode. And I think that we at times were like, you know, going in on her, but I I think I was at the same time making excuses for her. She ain't nothing <laughs> but a hate bashing, black face excuse making piece of trash. Yeah, and then you kind of want to root for her because that whole is the what? enemy of, of my enemy my friend type of thing. You know, when she had that thing with Trump, you're like, oh, well, she can't be that bad. Mm, that Oh, that was just you. Cause not nah. two, <laughs> two wrongs don't make a right. Nah. I, I was just saying like my mind at the time. You felt bad, but you didn't root for her. Yeah. Maybe that's a better word. And I honestly did like her memoir. It was an entertaining falsified read. Yeah. What is your least favorite episode that we've ever done, either you or me, and why? My least favorite episode that I've done is the Kevin Spacey episode, and it is our the one with the least number of listens. Dang, don't be telling our business. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so, uh, well, hmm, to be I, honest, I think I've only listened to Kevin Spacey maybe once, once and a half. So why would you say that? For me, I felt like towards the end with the allegations, there were so many of them that I think the end kind of fell apart for me. I reported on one story and the rest, 
I it got it wasn't my best, I feel like, in my opinion. There's just so much going on there, so much he said this, he said that, where it's just a one sentence thing that I I I just didn't like the ending. Okay, okay, fair. I have to re-listen to really judge it, but to my to my knowledge, I think I thought it was a cohesive episode. Maybe it's just not one of our popular episodes because Kevin Spacey isn't that popular in the world right now and don't nobody give a fuck about him (laughs) (laughs) but I thought it was cool plus it's like uncomfortable man Kevin Spacey is a great actor you hate when a great actor is terrible because then it's like I was watching your movies now I I don't I, I fucking can't support a fucking child predator yeah, also with people like that who I'm not too familiar with, I always feel weird if I don't digest all their work. And I did not get a lot of his work. I read his brother's book. I, you know, read articles about him. But I his interviews did not give much, and he didn't really have a lot on his private life. He, he was a secret-wielding man, and now we know why. Now we know why. Hmm. Or do you have one for you? Oh, at least favorite episode? Uh-huh. First of all, I, I, I'll probably say it a couple times on the show anyway, but I tell Jose all the time, any episode I do, I hate. I think <laughs> it's a better answer to be like, what episode did I cover that I did like? Because I like all of Jose's episodes. You never, you've never, even if I've never known the person or I really did know the person, you've never done an episode that I was like, meh. It's always me. So I would say out of all the episodes I've covered, my least favorite would be Tory Lanez. I'll I'll tell you why. The week I did Tory Lanez was a very stressful week. And so I really did not get all the information I could have and presented it in the way that I wanted to. So if you listen to Tory Lanez and you like it, I am, first of all, (laughs) I I am happy. But for me... It, it makes me cringe because I was not as prepared as I wanted to be and finding out so much more information, even today in 2022, as we, as we sit here, it's like, he definitely maybe should have been waited on and we can still, I mean, we'll update, but he might even be a whole redo episode because that's just not that, that that's just not how I wanted to put the episode out. And he deserved more fire, flames, and heat as well. I think I went soft on him, considering how I was uh, a little unfocused during that week. I think I wouldn't say that it was a horrible episode, but I, I would say that you did paint him with a softer touch. No! <laughs> I think that's the worst thing you've said that I've done in a while. <laughs> Hashtag Team Meg all day, every day. Yes. Have you watched that with Dale? No, you know I can't watch stuff that might make me cry when people cry and when people talk about their traumas and stuff. I haven't seen but it, but I'm going I to. Didn't, I saw the facts laid out, basically parts of uh, the interview, like the transcript, not the whole thing, but just like the important parts, I guess, what, the more bigger facts that came from that interview. But it, it, I said it in the Tory Lanez episode. I mean, I believe Megan since the whole thing the story might be weird and blurry but i've always i've never thought that megan was lying beyond the whole glass in the foot thing and i think that also not to rehash it all but i know they were drinking or before that or partying at least so it Mm -hmm. could be some 
and everything's moving so fast that there is going to be some inconsistencies there that are expected. Yeah, people are just so focused on this whole glass in the foot, how she moving, and were you and Tori hooking up? It's like y'all are worried about the wrong things. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, that's that's my answer. Have you learned anything? Tips of improvement? Nothing. I knew everything when I walked on this <laughs> earth. I've never had to learn anything and ain't nobody taught me nothing. Love that, OG. <laughs> um, tips and tricks, like on how to do research, on how to record, how to speak, what? Just for you personally, have you learned anything through this process of... <sighs> 50 episodes 50 plus episodes i don't know i mean i probably do know but i don't i guess i don't know how to verbalize it i've probably i've always learned on you know the main website you need to look for if you're if you're looking for uh the facts or interview or something which are like the big sites the biggest reputable sites that tell the story as well as uh, print redactions or updates or retractions, which would be probably be like a variety because um, people do a lot of interviews with them. Uh, New York Times, any of those newspaper ones, as well as uh, utilizing YouTube when you need to, especially for the older celeb stories, because a lot of those interviews and facts are in the vault and you can really dig through like, YouTube and find some gems and stuff. Yeah, so, I, I agree with that. Like that. For me, it's mostly just do the work. I I get so worried about where well, this person has a book and this person has so many movies I need to watch. And it's like, that's not really, I'm trying to fit their whole career into one week. And it's, it's, I don't need all that information. I just need facts on the case and to start yeah. typing it out. I still haven't learned that, but I'm trying. (laughs) I am trying. It's something I struggle with every time that I'm thinking, like, right before the day we record, I have nothing. And then I go and I have just (laughs) pages and pages of notes and screenshots on my phone. Yeah, I just start doing it and hopefully it'll come. Yeah, that, man. I mean, I still struggle, but boy, when when I was writing the scripts by hand, which were basically all my scripts except for like four or five they were <laughs> trying to flip through that shit i mean jose ed- edits these episodes and he'll tell you <laughs> he, he has edited a lot of <laughs> of me switching papers you could still maybe hear him in the background of the first few episodes i did or um long ass pauses where he'd be like uh, katrina i'm like Hold on, I didn't number my pages. Or there's been a few times where you drop your pages. You're like, oh, I need to get these in order. (laughs) When I was at, okay, so when we first started this um, podcast, I was living at a different house. And where I was recording was essentially the kitchen, laundry room, dining room situation. And we had an aquarium tank. So sometimes I would sit my notes on the dining room table and sometimes I put them on the aqua- uh, aquarium and sometimes they would fall and it would just be a mess. <laughs> yeah. Microsoft Word was definitely an investment we needed. Oh yeah. I appreciate it every day. <laughs> oh, so what, uh, oh, you already said Joris. Yeah. I need to, I need to start. I, I've been a little better of it, but I still veer off into 
not succinctly putting, not getting down to the the bare facts. I do put fluff in all my episodes. (laughs) What is a controversial celebrity that you have absolutely no intention of covering or you think there is really no need to cover that celebrity for whether it's been overdone or you don't even think they deserve any sort of attention? I do not have one. I think every celebrity needs to be covered just because I, okay. I think I would cover every celebrity in general. I think R. Kelly is one that I don't have any interest in covering right now, just because it has been done. But you would still cover him, but but just at a later time. Yeah, I would still cover him. There's, there's just stuff that doesn't come out. This person can cover it and they don't include it. And this person can cover it. They don't include something else. And I think everyone who covers something adds a different layer to it, adds a different commentary to it. That's true. Okay, so the closest answer to that question is R. Kelly right now. Right now, just because I feel like I have overexposure to him. Mm, And Surviving R. Kelly is still on Netflix. Yeah. If you're still paying for Netflix. Also, I don't think I would ever cover... The Dixie Chicks or the Chicks now. Oh, so they are definite. I I just think it's, they didn't deserve it anyway. They didn't deserve it. I thought about doing a justice for episode for them, but I think it's been done. It's you can know what you know on there, and it, it was a stupid scandal in my opinion. Texas, <laughs> and I love the Chicks still. Okay, okay, okay. All right, well, that's a great answer. Do you have one? Uh, no, I just wanted to ask if you had one. <laughs> I mean, there's people who I would prefer not to. I wouldn't mind if they're on the podcast if you did them. But uh, I don't have anybody who I think, nah, they should go free. Or they shouldn't get any attention or spotlight or be held accountable for their potential crimes or misgivings or misdeeds or whatever the hell you want to call it. Do you have a favorite episode or highlights from doing this podcast? Highlights? I mean, any highlight where we are laughing and joking within the episode, I'm, I'm cool with because uh, you're, you know, my best friend. So this is when we can't hang out. This is us hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> um, a favorite episode purely for the jokes and your energy, because it was the first time you were really displaying that energy, was Remy Ma, bro. That <laughs> is one of the funniest episodes in the world. I do love the Remy Ma episode. Like, you were, you were on one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like it was definitely turned up a little on there. Um, another one uh, that I like and that I've heard is a favorite is the Paula Dean one. And I was against doing Paula Dean, which is funny. Yeah, I almost did Paula Dean. Uh-huh. And then you were like, nah, put that on ice because I might. And then <laughs> you said you were going to do her one week and then you lied in my face. And then you came back like three weeks later and did it. Yeah, it ain't all about cooking. what is i is what i is (laughs) and i'm not changing a highlight for me was the bobby walmack episode that you did towards the end when i thought the story was over and then (laughs) i was like justice for bobby (laughs) 
and then it just turns. That was great. Yeah, I think Bobby Womack's one of my favorite episodes that I personally did. But yeah, that was hilarious. I was like, you're you're giving us so much. I, I was a little surprised, but I th- once you leaned into it, I was all for it because I was like, it's time to expose him. <laughs> <laughs> A highlight that's that's related to podcasts is just being able to interact with other podcasts and be on their shows. I know having Hits Don't Lie come on ours and being able to go on theirs was great for both of us. Mm-hmm. And going on the Spooky Tales was great. You know, with Hits Don't Lie, I love that podcast. They're one of my favorite podcasts. But I learned of them after I started, after we were already in this podcast community or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. With Spooky Tales, I've always, I listened to them before we started. So going on there, I was like, oh my God, we made it. <laughs> Type of thing. And I, I just think I love the it's two hosts on there. time. Yeah, I, they're like hashtag goals. Like I say that sarcastically, but they, I think they truly are. Like they're, they put stuff out there and the hosts work hard, especially Christina. I feel she has like three podcasts now and. <laughs> it's like how does she have the time she she's always doing something she's a real working woman uh-huh yeah um i love the experience of going on those two podcasts uh and then alternatively having hits don't lie on ours well they came on ours first and then they allowed us to go on theirs but it was great um because you, you put me on to both of those i am just the way I live my life, I do not have a lot of free time. So if I'm not like resting or working or working on this podcast, I usually just like watch TV or old clips or, you know, what have you on YouTube or whatever streaming service. So uh, just recently, after not listening to podcasts for years, in the last year or two, I've been right back into them and hits it online as spooky and um a lot of these drag race recap ones have really just filled up my time. So I've really become really more dedicated to podcasting and I can appreciate it more since I do this podcast with you. Yeah. And I do want more guests on or us to be more guests, but our schedules are so different. Like right now we record usually at midnight and (laughs) that's not going to be the best time for other people. Like when we, do podcasts where people we have to like plan out so much in advance get like that day off or secure schedules make sure we're not doing anything with family yes yeah so it is a little difficult but yeah i see us in the future being more social that's kind of my next question what do you hope for this podcast which is just have more guests even if it's a guest that we don't agree with as long as they can come and say their opinion in a normal way like not trying to yell at us i think mm-hmm. i think that'd be interesting yeah same reach out to more people um have different opinions on the podcast when talking about subjects it'd be interesting if we even brought mutual friends or family on the podcast for an episode just to see so people can see how being in the same social groups or family groups you still might have same opinions similar or differing yeah and, you know, growing numbers always, more interaction, more engagement. You know, you are more of an introvert, extrovert, where you can really be versatile if and so you feel the the need or the energy. Where That's I'm just like, fake. Y- and you're very sarcastic and dry to the point where people 
kind of they like that <laughs> they're drawn <laughs> to you whereas i am a lot more introverted and only kind of let my personality out once i feel comfortable and have been around people and so like uh for a while so uh that is one of my goals is to reach out more be more interactive be more social it's just difficult sometimes but you know i try and jose helps a lot yeah i think we both try on that side i think you're we, a lot better at it though sometimes i feel like i can be better with reaching out and stuff but i think once we're actually talking you're the better person oh uh, come on compliments you're great though you really know how to lay stuff down and schedule and organize it uh sometimes i'd be feeling better like when is jose gonna kick me out <laughs> <laughs> when is he tired of doing this <laughs> Is there an episode or research that changed your mind on a celebrity or a case? Hmm. Okay. Let me let me look through the episodes real quick. Like somebody who I was like either for sure hating or for sure for, and then research, and I was like, nah, that was wrong. Yeah. Or you heard me or, tell it, and you were like, oh no, my mind's changed. Oh, or somebody that you did. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. Hmm. Well, I didn't know how bad Ansel was, Ansel Elgort, and I'm pissed that you made me love Supernova before I found (laughs) out he was a terrible human being. So Ansel's number one, because he's one of the most recent ones. Maybe a second one, if I had to pick it, was not that it changed my mind, because I still don't, I'm still very undecided, and I really don't. I'm not a fan of hers, but it gave me more insight on who she is. And that would be Azealia Banks. Like your, your, your episode gave a lot more insight, like how she grew up and some of the isolated incidents that she had a part of, but also kind of was like disrespected in. I'm not a fan. You still say and do some outlandish shit, but I can definitely see your point of view. Right, I get that. I think for me, a big one, which was our first episode, was Bill Cosby. I think before this podcast, I didn't do any research to Bill Cosby, and I was just listening to what like everyone was saying, like these women are lying. And my intention with starting this was I'm to clear his name. No, (laughs) 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 and then. I read the book Chasing Cosby and listened to this podcast by the wonderful Nicole Weissensee Egan. You said and I was going to clear I, I truly believe. I, and without doing any research, and that's why I can see where these people that stand, stand so hard for these celebrities, I can see where, oh, this is not true. But it's like if you do one second of research, you can find out it is true. I think for me, it was just hard to separate the man I saw on TV for so long with this serial rapist. Mm, like you and all those other people, y'all like that um, that DW author meme where she's like, this sign doesn't mean anything because I can't read. Yeah. Okay, that is interesting. You probably even said or mentioned that, but I erased it from my memory. Yeah, I remember when we were first talking about this podcast, I said something about Bill Cosby, how I thought he was innocent, 
without even looking into it. And you're like, maybe we should wait to do him. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm going to give him the first one. <laughs> oh, I was not with it. I, I swear, I always thought he just gave off that creep vibe. Like, and I didn't even know it. But it, I just was like, he should not be kissing on Felicia Rashad like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that also swayed my opinion. When p- people that were workroom, like Felicia Rashad, came out and saying he's innocent and all this stuff. Disappointed me greatly. <laughs> I think that face value, that does help them until you look into it. Exactly. Like, it's like a stall point. Yeah. And when you want to believe these celebrities are innocent, you're the take the easiest thing that is supports your supports your side yeah mm-hmm. i agree all right what is your biggest pet peeve with podcasting or with me personally <laughs> with podcasting or you personally or both you know the people want answers i don't think i have don't fucking lie now I, I really don't think I have uh or I don't have a problem with podcasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to start another podcast here soon and it's like in the works already. Mm-hmm. And so I really do enjoy podcasting and I don't I mean I love that the fans listen. I I love all that, like the engagement and stuff, but I don't do it for that. I just actually enjoy it. I enjoy doing the research for it i enjoy putting out putting it out there like crafting your own work it's it's basically your slash our personal like art our media our content yeah i don't think this creatively fulfills me 100 percent though so that's why you're doing a whole but you got your hands in like a whole bunch of different pies or pots yeah um the only thing that i would say with you is sometimes I'll be like, do you want to skip this week? And you're like, up to you. But I don't know. That's because you just are indecisive like me. Because why would you ask me? Because you're supposed to say no. And I say up to you. So (laughs) the answer is still no. So I mean, man, I tell you, men just hate to get the answer they want. (laughs) Men can never, ever ever just make up their mind i also hate that i can't say words there's so many words that i did not know i could not pronounce until i was listening back i'm like why does no one tell me it just sounds like a jumble mumble when i talk i should have i should have bookmarked it because there's an episode oh and if i find it out before before we record friday i'm going to say it on friday's episode but there is like you you're telling a story and you say a word. It's not even a name. It's a word. And you say it wrong. And in the recording, I remember exactly when you said it. And I wanted to like say something and I didn't. So every time I listen to the episode, I'd be like, you should have spoke up because he, up. Jose be roasted me if I fuck up a word. <laughs> That's why I roast them back usually. It's fun. It's, and the thing is, sometimes it's not that you can't say words. It's just in the moment we get tongue tied because we be saying these words all the time. I, I just can't speak. Or sometimes it's that thing where I'm like, <laughs> one of us, but mostly me, like how I pronounce it. And I keep saying it. You're like, 
I've said it too many times. Because uh-huh. <laughs> you say a word and you just say it over and over and over and over and you're like, wait, how? <laughs> so it gets stuck in your head. Oh, something else that I don't like about, I would say specifically to this podcast. It's not that I don't like, it's something I have a concern for. Mm-hmm. Thinking, okay, so on this, I don't ever want to come off as like holier than thou. Like we're just judging all these people and we're so perfect because mm-hmm. we, we both have like baggage. Everyone has baggage in the world. For sure. That I don't know. I worry that sometimes we will come off holier than thou or nitpicky. And that's not what I'm trying to do. Hey, Hey, speak up or for never forever. Hold your peace. I think that we both say what we want to say more you than me. Because a lot of times I edit out my comments, but... Oh, my gosh. You know what's... <laughs> How I, dare you? <laughs> I I think we give our true self on here, but at the same time, it's only one side of ourselves. If that makes sense. That's what you don't like about podcasting? Um, this podcast specifically. Yeah, um, I think that... We- <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I say my true thoughts, but I definitely hold back sometimes because we what what will happen is that we are doing a podcast where we're giving the facts as well as our opinion. But sometimes our opinions uh, can run dangerously into the I'm just talking to my best friend and I'm not putting this out to the public. So if I were to say certain words and phrases on air people, it, it would paint me a certain way. Whereas if I were just saying it purely to you in a, a conversational manner, not on a podcast, you would understand and know it, it's not offensive or I'm not trying to be rude or I'm just saying how I feel. So yeah, I think we can't be completely unfiltered, but uh, we we definitely let, let these motherfuckers have it. <laughs> There's just so many things that... I don't know. I just, I feel like when we're doing the podcast, we have to do it from a point of view of, I mean, in taking consideration of what we're talking about most of the time, it's bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Different groups of people, different communities. <laughs> I I don't think we ever really say anything that's really that offensive, though. In our oh, I don't think time. so. I, I just, think we talk shit, but I don't think we talk down about anybody who, number one, has not... Uh, brought it upon themselves in some way or fashion and we don't uh, as this is coming more popular we don't punch down to people like we're not reaching out to like different groups from us and like out of nowhere just talking shit about them like what i don't know shit i was gonna say something really offensive as like an <laughs> example but somebody might think i'm really trying to be offensive like, okay like fuck everybody who has bleach in their home you bleachy ass smelly ass cloroxy people i don't know yeah, I horrible example, but yeah, we never say terrible. Like that. I, I'm just looking at a bottle of bleach. <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking like with the whole Ellen situation with her scandal, it was because she's the be kind to one another lady. So of course, when hypocrite. Yeah, I don't want people to think where well, these are two hypocrites right there. They want to talk about this all day, but here here Jose's being a sarcastic asshole for twenty minutes you know, hidden on camera. I, I don't know. That's just like an example. Like, uh, But no, I mean, if we are hypocritical about 
I mean, here's the thing. I don't see us being hypocritical about certain things. I think sometimes we have certain biases, but usually we always identify that. Yeah, I, I feel like we try to at least. Yes, or one of the other points it out in our um, a- defense or um, against the person, whatever. That's why I always, that's why I said it's not something I hate about podcasting, but it's a concern I have specifically for this podcast. Uh, okay, like how can they talk down about these people when they're so-and-so or we don't even know about them being so-and-so? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I got, it's funny that you bring up the Ellen uh, episode because every once in a while you bring up the fact that I was so over you at towards the end. (laughs) And uh, for the longest you were saying that, and I finally listened to it that one time and I was like, yeah, you were right. I was trying to get this over with. You were. I was sighing like every second. Like you, just, That's you were just edited. you were just so it was a million. You were just like so for Ellen. And I was like, I'm still head, for Ellen. How dare he? But I was also letting that show. <laughs> The argument, but I could not believe you were going so hard for him. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, I just have a few more questions. Do you have any more? Oh, I have one more, but I think I already know the answer. I just, but maybe I don't. Were there any other friends or people you considered doing this podcast with? This specific one, no. I considered bringing more people into it, but I've, you were always my first choice. Oh, okay. But, I mean, we can edit it out, but who who are you thinking about bringing in if you don't want to, if they don't, you don't want your name, their name mentioned? Um, I was bringing in. Really? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting, though. I I just think that she has bad takes some or for bad takes sometimes. <laughs> that, not even bad, but different. Different. She grew up in a different fashion. But she would be the maiden McCain to my whoopee. Maybe just a little bit. Just a little bit. She would be. <laughs> okay, that okay. I that's an interesting question. I, I mean, interesting answer. I like it. And I guess would you ever start a podcast if I was not the one who brought it to you? Um n- probably not, honestly. I wanted to. In college, when I first heard about the whole podcasting craze, but I don't think I I would have ever had the motivation to, because I probably would have been, even though we're good friends, I don't think I would have ever thought to bring it up to you as something we could do together. So out of fear of uh, rejection, as well as having no motivation, I don't think I ever would have done it. Um, When you brought it up to me, I was very, I was very undecided because I, just my nature, my intro, introvert nature. But I was just like, this is a great opportunity. Jose is one of your best friends and he's not going to steer you wrong and he's going to be doing this with you. He's giving you an out if you don't like it after a while. So why not? Just take a chance to actually do something because, I mean, I don't do a lot of adventurous things in my life. Not not 
with putting myself out there in my opinion so uh openly i remember you know fortune 51 time and it fits you perfectly it said a ship in harbor is safe but that's not what ships are for i do remember is that the one i got in, <laughs> in college uh-huh oh my gosh i remember because we got at the chinese buffet we used to always <laughs> go to. I, I always think about that when i think of you uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I always think about um, me and you, Afri Woodard and Kathy Bates. <laughs> are you living or are you existing? Exactly. I, because, you know, I like to dabble in tarot cards. So I remember asking the tarot cards and doing a reading for myself if we should do a podcast. And I really like my reading. And then I went to that psychic and she told me she saw me at the computer talking a lot with headphones on and she's like are you doing it what are you thinking of i just see you at a computer and i told her about the podcast and she's like i see someone else here with you and i told her about you and she's like she's doesn't seem as invested as you so you guys need to sit down and talk and i remember we sat down and talked i'm like we if you want to do this we're gonna do this if you don't you don't have to yeah pretty much and then you know i i I knew I was going to do it, but I, I I asked some of my family's opinions and, you know, my family loves you and they thought it was a great idea. So I was, I was even more motivated to, to join up. Yeah. And I've given you out. So it looks like you're staying. You I, even give me outs up until like last week. I'm like, bruh. Oh yeah. I've like after episode five, after episode 10, after, yeah. and then last week I'm like, you know, we're out of year. If you want to dip, it's cool. No hard feelings. It won't ruin the friendship. And but it would, you know why? Why? If, if if I ever did quit, and then um, you know, we're hanging out, but the this podcast is still going, and you get a new co-host. Oh hell no! <laughs> I'm in that inbox every day. <laughs> My media is betrayed, lied to. <laughs> what does cancel culture mean to you? And when I say that is, because I don't really believe in cancel culture, but I do believe sometimes the people who care about stuff, like the words you say and not being, like being exclusive to all people, inclusive to all people. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times they go after the wrong people. They go after Adele because she says, I really love being a woman or something like just something like that. Yeah, like very sensitive about anything that might not feel right to them. And I think there's so many people out there that are actually homophobic, transphobic, racist, all these and the above. And mm-hmm. it's like, why don't we have our energy on them instead of thinking, well, maybe this is racist. Maybe this is that. Like if they have a pattern, sure, call them out on it. But I don't think we should be dissecting everyone's. Offhand words. comments versus actual patterns of behavior. Yeah, because there's some, there's, I'm sure if we haven't already, there's going to be times where we say the wrong thing, where we have biases and we don't know the newest phrase they're supposed to say. Like going from prostitute to sex worker, that's something I did not know for the longest of time. And I kept hearing sex worker. I'm like, why are people saying that? And until you have it explained to you, mm-hmm. you did it. But before that, it's kind of, like, I, don't, I just don't like when people try to scold you instead of teach you. Mm-hmm. I agree. And also with this 
holding people accountable, because I don't even like calling it cancel culture, holding people accountable. Where do we draw the line? Is it allegations? Do you stop supporting that person? Let's take Ansel, for example. He just Mm -hmm. has allegations. Do you start stop supporting him as an actor? Based off your research and what I put together on the timeline, yes. Because there's just no reason for any of that to have had happened. But he willfully went after that young girl. Like you said, it's allegations. So is it necessarily true and proven? No. I think when it comes to allegations, it is your personal opinion because nobody's been to a court of law. Nobody's sued yet. So personal opinion on his allegations, I wouldn't support uh, Ansel just because it looks like he likes to go after underage young women who pass the consent laws in those states and does not treat them necessarily good on the small scale to possibly sexually abusing them on the large scale. Yeah, I I see that. I think anytime it's directly supporting someone financially, like Ansel has a new show out on HBO, that looks interesting, but I'm not going to watch because I feel like that is showing that he can still pull in viewers. Mm-hmm. And but, that they're still airing and putting this stuff out despite what's been putting out is is that he has people backing him. So they, they they're looking to see if he has supporters. Yeah. But I just bought all the Harry Potter books, but I bought them used. So I don't feel like that goes to JK's pocket. Hmm. Okay. I see kind of what you mean in that regard. Like that was technically already paid for. You paid the bookstore for those. Yeah. Okay. So cancel culture to me, It's just the name that we give this shit, but it really doesn't mean what people think it means. Because as you've seen, it's the whole cancel situation because I don't know. This is what I'll say. Cancel culture for some people is a real thing that they like to feed into, despite it not really being a real thing when people are not really canceled. And then on the other half, some people just use as a meme to be like, you're canceled or you did this, you're canceled or whatever. Um, It is more about accountability. We use the word cancel because it's easy and kind of over overcompensating. It it basically is the word that we use because people know what it means. It means you're xing someone out. This is not a good person. This is somebody who is, who's who might or has done some shady, criminal, shit. But um, it is more about accountability because not everybody deserves to be canceled. That's why we have some episodes that are not necessarily all about shit talking them and putting their allegations or their uh, crimes on display. It is more about stating the facts and why they could have been wronged or right, or if they just misspoke or has the media and uh, society as a whole been punishing them for something that really wasn't even that bad or something that they should have been punished for. So uh, I recognize that people say cancel, cancel culture is a thing, but I don't necessarily believe in it. I just believe in not supporting people, supporting people, putting a mirror to people about the things that they say about certain people or the things that they do to certain people. Okay. What has been the hardest episode for you so far? I can tell you right now, 
the hardest episode, one of the hardest episodes to listen to is South Park Mexican. That is a fucked up episode to listen to. And I didn't even know who this man was before you did the episode. So listening to that one is crazy. And it also is kind of crazy because, and this is not your fault or to criticize you, but we did kind of end Bobby Womack on like a high. And Uh we released those episodes the same day, same time. And we recorded them right right after the other. So it was like going from Bobby Womack where it was like, it wasn't a great episode as far as the content, but we were a little more jovial in it uh-huh. to go into South Park Mexican where these crimes are unspeakable, disgusting, despicable. And I believe like, I just was, said that at the beginning of the episode, like just there'd be a total vibe change. Yeah. Yeah. And so then it was just like, it changed the whole vibe. <laughs> Which that's partially both of our fault. If we were to reach out and be like, Hey, I'm doing this, this person, this episode instead of. Yeah. Always- we like, we tell each other on recording who we're doing. Yeah. So like back in the day, it would be mixed and match where we really wouldn't tell, or sometimes we would uh, agree, but there was those middles where we were just like, so we're doing somebody let you know Friday. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I think the hardest episode, and this is kind of would answer your earlier question too. And someone I was not going to do was, Woody Allen. I think you did say that before. That's why I knew if we did Woody Allen, I would have to do him. Uh huh. I I tried to do him before. I think it got too messy. I I don't like it. And I know there's biases on my side. I without getting too much into it, I know how a family member could use kids against you or tell kids lies. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's what Mia did, but mm-hmm. I'm saying I can see people doing that. And I I feel like at the end of the episode, I was just totally drained. I was I was over it. I, I think right after recording, I'm like, okay, bye. Like, usually we talk afterwards, and I was just over it. I was done with that episode. Understandable. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not the easiest episode to listen to. Um, it wasn't the easiest. I think maybe we can go for that, because that's also, like, <laughs> what is that word called, that uh, phrase? recency bias because uh-huh. we just did Woody Allen so maybe that is one of the ones I can it wasn't the best telling or the best researching um I, I don't especially think it was... when the documentary because I re-listened to clips of that and like I said that documentary is harsh I don't it's... think it was bad research I just think there was so no, no, much I felt bad researching oh like, yeah like researching and in the telling of it it wasn't like the the best vibe and energy all around. No, it was definitely a heavy episode, but I'm glad we did it. I'm glad there's more awareness for it. I think it it's out there, but people don't want to hear it. And maybe it's because of heaviness, maybe because of the messiness, but it's, I, I think I'm glad it's out there. Yeah. Also, I'm glad you acknowledged you hung up on me. <laughs> I did not hang up you- on you. <laughs> bastard <laughs> i said okay bye bye and then like you were talking like, okay, was, no, 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 bye. i was i was like hey jose do you want to get a bite to click up i said oh oh okay okay <laughs> i was so over it and then i didn't even want to edit it i was like i'm gonna delay this episode it's gonna come out late i don't want to listen to it yet and 
on everything. I thought that's what you were going to do. I was so surprised when uh, I woke up and it was there because I was thinking you did not sound like really there. It's funny that you do say that you like really abruptly hung up because I did notice that your vibe changed a little bit, not really much, but you did kind of sound like over it, like 5% of me on the Ellen DeGeneres. (laughs) I was so... And it was a long episode. So I was like, maybe he'll say he'll put this out like Sunday or something. (laughs) And I don't know, like, again, it's nothing to that magnitude, nothing as that crazy, but just like bringing up my sister in it at the end for my media, like got to me too. And it was just bringing up so much emotions. And I was like, I'm just so over it. I should have known too, but I, you know, I generally feel like you're, you're a good person. Usually you'll tell me if it's too too much going on for you but I thought you handled yourself beautifully in the episode if you don't if you don't mind me saying yeah I I just think it was like it it really affected me and, and you had I, to edit it so you had to re-listen to it freshly <laughs> off the, the fucking press the only good thing about that is I'll be editing it I'm like oh my god not again and then you would be like um and you're like oh fuck why did I say um fuck <laughs> <laughs> I did do that a few times. <laughs> I was so mad. I, was, I said at the top of the episode, said, Katrina got this script wrote out. She's not saying, um. And then as soon as we start, um, I'm doing Pam. <laughs> which is funny because you would only catch some of them, which you know the thing I don't even I catch call- all of them in editing. So it's understandable. I really did catch when I did it more, but I was like, I can't interrupt. I can't start again no more. <laughs> I was like, you just got to live with the ums because I was catching a few and I was like, suck it up, suck it up. Let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a heavy episode. SPM was a heavy episode and the Dudders. And Drake Bell and Subway Guy. Oh, I forgot about Subway Guy. He was heavy too. You always bring heavies. It's I and I don't even mean to it just happens but yeah anyone's especially involving children were always heavy ones for me yeah because I I got siblings I especially still have a sister who is uh under 18 so I just don't I don't like stories like that I don't like predators I especially don't like predators who give lame ass excuses or who use their celebrity status to fucking fund their child predator peddling ways I think why Woody was so heavy for me, though, too, was because there was some doubt on my side. With the other ones, I had 0% doubt. Mm. I can see the facts definitely muddy the waters as far as, you know, what came out, them not going to trial and all that stuff. I definitely can understand. I just see it from multiple points of view. And being able to do that as well as just my personal opinion, watching and listening and reading, mm-hmm. I just gathered on my part, I feel like Woody Allen was guilty and just caught a very lucky break as far as them not wanting to possibly traumatize this child. But I can't be 100% mad if you feel if anybody were to feel differently based off what came out but what i feel like mostly anybody and everybody can agree on is that whole soon Yi situation is predatory behavior it just looks differently because she was not his adopted child and because she 
may have been uh, a year or two under the age of 18. And people like to use that 16 as consent shit. And not to get too much into it, but I was just thinking just, it was just so much because even if we're taking Woody Allen out of this equation, those were soon ye siblings, adoptive siblings, nonetheless. But in my eyes, you know, those are your siblings. Mm-hmm. And it's, no one wins when the family feuds, you know? Say it again, Beyonce. They, it's just so sad. I don't know for a fact, but if soon is estranged from any of her siblings, if I know she's so estranged from her mother. I think she might. I mean, I we can't say it for sure because, like, you know, we're not a part of their lives, but... The documentary painted the picture of maybe Sun Yi not talking to anybody but Moses. Yeah, and I mean Mia Farrow has a hundred kids, so mm-hmm. she's not. I I can see her not talking. And Woody to Allen Dylan. said that he hasn't talked to any of his kids in over twenty something years, so I would assume it's the same for her. Yeah, it's it's just so horrible. Like Sun Yi is adopted, and she doesn't have that much family to begin with. She just really has Mia's family. And now that's lost to her too. Now, I mean, she has Woody and her kids now, but it's it's just horrible, a horrible situation all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess my last question would be, how long do you see this going? I actually don't know. And I thought about writing that question too. I'm glad you wrote it instead. Um, I, I won't be, I'm not going to be disingenuous and say, oh my gosh, forever and ever and years and years because we just do not know i see us being friends forever um the podcast i see it lasting a decent amount of time compared to other podcasts if you take the average shelf life of podcasts i feel like we will exceed or meet them by at least continuing this for maybe a few years if not more but who knows what the future holds who knows? I am going to walk us in for at least a year. At least. Oh, you mean a- another year, right? Are we yeah. doing it right after this show? <laughs> no, this this is our last one. This is our last one, guys. This a year a- in review. <laughs> Hashtag goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could I, I I definitely say if you want to be on the betting side, you can at least put us down for another year. Yeah. At least for this one. Yeah, before you move on to greener pastures. <laughs> I think that's all for this episode. I think we reviewed it. We discussed it. We chopped and screwed it. Yeah. If you guys have any other questions that we can address, let us know. For sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys made it so far, thank you for listening to us ramble. I'm under the belief that anything you put out there can be content. And I think this was content. It's different content, but it's content nonetheless. And I find it entertaining. And if you find it entertaining, I think other people will find it entertaining. Yeah. So um, let us know if you liked this episode. Uh, Let us know if you didn't. Either way, we'll be back at our regularly scheduled time and place and day. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. See you.